Step one, you make some stuff. Step two, you sell some stuff. Step three is what this show is all about. Hello and welcome to Step 3, the podcast about love, life, professionalism, and the general malaise that can often accompany these things. I'm your host, Ian Wilson, creative director at Build Create Studios in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We make websites. And today we are going to be talking about permission. Uh, Yeah, which is an interesting subject because it's something that is kind of ingrained in us from a young age. You're always asking your parents for permission and stuff. But um, even as an adult, it's something we still struggle with is like, are we capable of doing things ourselves or do we have to ask someone else's permission to do so? Because... You know, even as adults where we're supposed to be in charge of our own lives, there's a thousand different forces telling us, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you have to get with this or get with that. I mean, all the bureaucracies and everything, like, it's absolutely mental, and it will drive you crazy. Um, and then on a personal level, there's all the personal things you have going on. We have responsibilities to friends, family, you know, our kids, pets, I mean, uh, bosses, like, anything, right? So... You know, it kind of feels like at a certain point you're always asking someone else permission to live your life, um, you know, for better or worse. So I was thinking about it, you know, and it's funny um, because I found that, like, in many of the big decisions I've made and changes I've gone through over the last, uh, geez, over the last, like, seven years even are things that were just sort of sitting at the edge of my thoughts where I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I could do that, but, I mean, I don't want to for X, Y, and Z reason. And then through whatever uh, various turns of events, you know, someone was like, oh, you should do X, Y, or Z, or some combination thereof. And I was like, you know what, I will. And, um, you know, kind of in less so in in the moment and, and more so now with the benefit of hindsight, do I see like how much I was like, you know, I had already, I said I didn't want to, but what, what I really meant was I feel like I can't, like I feel like I'm not capable of it or, um, you know, that it wouldn't fit in my life or, or something. And But as soon as someone came to me and was like, you know, you can do that if you really want to, suddenly it was like, oh, I can and um and so kind of trying to understand that particular act of mental gymnastics is another part of the uh the things that I meditate on regularly when I'm trying to understand, you know, life and business and and just trying to be the best person I can be and be happy but also, you know, make other people happy and and finding that balance and this is a, a huge part of that. Um you know, and and so, you know, you're always waiting for someone to give you that cue to take the leap. Um, so, again, even as adults, we still feel like we're asking everybody for permission to, to do our, to do, for us to do our own thing. Um, and, uh, you know, it's time to start thinking about giving yourself permission to do things, right? And uh, so once again, I'll be taking something super personal and complicated and trying to provide some sort of insight and general advice on how to live your life. So uh, once again, 
Let's journey into the depths with how did this all start? Uh, and I think deep down inside of our innermost beings, like every single person uh, wants approval. We crave it. It's a drug. Even when you have, through practice and intention, decreased your dependency on outside validation when you do get the outside validation anyway it's like a sweet sweet drug it just shivers run down your spine as you're like oh yes okay good not only am i doing this of my own volition i have someone who agrees with me too it's like that mm, it's a beautiful feeling <laughs> i can't help it there's something that's like comforting about it because at least you know like if i go down you're all coming down with me <laughs> um you know, it makes us feel like um, like maybe we aren't as responsible for our own failures, but also in the same token, our successes. So it, it disconnects us from our own decision-making process, though, when we start entering those those factors into to too big of a degree. Um, you know, and, and we're raised to, to crave this. We're always trying to get approval from our parents and then into our teachers um, if you uh, belong to a, an organized religion of some sort, there's usually some kind of authority uh, hierarchy within that that you're trying to gain approval from. Uh, as we become professionals and, you know, in college or even high school, when, when our peers become more important in terms of these group projects or things that, that we're all trying to contribute to, we want approval from our peers and we want approval from our bosses and our clients and and we just want people to like us god damn it we just want people to like us is that so much to ask for um and what we really need to be doing is shifting into the role of approval giver i mean again yeah you want approval from your parents teachers religion don't forget like government irs the mortgage company um you know my credit card company my student loan people please all approve of me and don't find me like it's sort of this you get like trapped in this circle of the paradox of adulthood where suddenly you're free you can you can do anything you have means of some sort but you really can't do anything because the stability of our culture comes with these like massive golden shackles and it's 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 life so i mean whatever but uh work <laughs> i've totally gone off on a tangent now i apologize um, but we, we crave the approval, right? Let's just let me circle back to, to my mantra there. And, um, you know, how it affects us is that it makes us afraid, right? It makes us afraid to, to, to ask for or demand what we need, uh, which is inevitably going to lead to resentment because you're not getting what you need. And even though you're maybe too afraid to ask for it or not ask for it strongly enough and really make your case, you know, you're going to resent the people that aren't giving you what you need when you feel like you're giving them so much and denying yourself for them. Um, anxiety, because you're always going to feel like you're not worthy of things and you're always going to struggle with getting what you need and resenting people and then feel bad and feeling bad about resenting them and it, and it feeds into that whole anxiety of the confrontation because then you feel like oh i have to confront this person in order to resolve the resentment so i can get what i want and that just builds more and more layers between you and getting what you want because you've now have this whole like wall of anxiety there that you have to punch through 
uh, depression naturally follows anxiety because then when you don't do anything about the anxiety and the resentment because you're too anxious, then you're going to start to feel depressed and trapped in that psych cycle and ultimately just wind up feeling completely powerless. And um, it might not be like an all-day, everyday thing, but it's something that's going to crop up from time to time when things just don't go your way and you know that you know there's something you could have you could have you know done for yourself maybe um that 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 would have alleviated that that problem and so uh you know we're afraid to tell people what we need because you know we feel like we have to ask for what we need or to tell people what we're going to do and get get permission get their sign off on it um you know we commit to social obligations that we don't want to deal with because we are afraid to say, look, I just honestly, I just need to sit and do nothing and be alone because we feel like, you know, no matter what goes on with our day afterwards, we should, you know, we should be completely switched off, right? It can't affect you once you get home and the and the five o'clock bell rings or whatever. No, I mean, there's so much going on in our heads that and, and our bodies and that if you need it you need it but it's it's hard to say like look i don't want to hang out with you not because i have other plans because i just want to do nothing right um we don't take time off work that we need and this is a super huge issue because a lot of the times you can't even it's not even possible to take the work the time off work that you need without putting your job in jeopardy um which is a really depressing thing to me because work is such a huge component of our lives and makes up so much of the time that we spend awake and it can be immensely stressful and high pressure and throws at you both intellectual physical and emotional challenges to 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 contend with on a day-to-day basis and it's super hella stigmatized to take time off work for that sort of thing or even at all in a lot of in a lot of in a lot of places and if your boss isn't giving you shit about it your your co-workers are for not being there and it's like can we not just stop for a minute and pretend we're all on the same team for once and like you know acknowledge the fact that life exists outside of the nine to five but no it's it's a tricky thing to do um so you know we don't because of those two things we don't really we're not really respecting our own time um you know we don't fully commit to the reality that we only have a finite amount of time on this earth that is extremely precious and you need to be in command of every second of it because it's all you get that's the one that's the, that's the most valuable piece of currency you have it's the only piece of currency you have that matters and when you don't respect it no one else is either and you're going to keep getting slammed with more and more pointless shit because you won't say no to anything and a lot of the times you know not asking for permission means saying no to things um because we're not respecting our feelings and desires and so no one else does and they're just going to constantly assume that you're on board with things that maybe you aren't and so not asking for permission also just means setting those boundaries and saying no which is of course much harder than it sounds so uh you know how can we what are some ways that we can break free from this so we can get what we need and be honest and people and people you know that they can they can people can can and will respect it well 
business and personal areas, I found it helpful to start with the way that you talk about things. Um, because the way that you talk about things often informs the way you think about them. And at least if you can change, if you can't change how you think, maybe at least because, you know, it's not kind of, it's not right in front of you for you to observe, but when you write something and you can kind of observe those, of those thoughts taking shape and try to modify them on the output side of things and see if that helps. So, and this is a, um, again, because I live inside of emails, a lot of this for me takes place in how I write emails. So instead of saying something vague, like, well, maybe if this is okay, we could do this. Instead, just stop and change it into something with actual intent. Like, this is how things are, so we're going to do this. And that doesn't mean in a rude way, just saying, you know, um, uh, maybe there's a problem with, I have to use an, a, a, a website example because that's my area. Um, but, you know, so the server isn't big enough to handle the amount of traffic we're getting on the websites. Rather than saying, well, it looks like the traffic was too high, so maybe what we could do is increase the RAM a little bit and see if that helps. And that's very, very passive. You're putting the decision into someone's hands who doesn't have the ability to make that decision. And so what you want to say is the memory is not sufficient for the level of traffic. We'll increase it to this much and monitor it in case it needs more. And take ownership of the situation and, and provide clarity. And, you know, and the same thing can, can transfer over to um, your personal relationships. You know, maybe this is, might be more of a texting or phone call thing instead of saying, oh, you know, I have other plans or whatever. If you, if you really don't, just saying, look, I had a really hard day. I just need some time to sit back and think and, uh, and relax. I just, you know, I, I'm not going to be a very good company right now. You know, people, they may experience, like, a little bit more disappointment maybe but at the same time it's much more of a genuine disappointment of oh I'm like I'm, I'm sorry to hear that like no totally take your time instead of you know the usual where we just make up a bullshit excuse and people are disappointed but they're also like yeah but I know you're full of shit right so that honesty it doesn't mean you're not going to disappoint people but it means they're going to understand why things have to be this way because most people are pretty compassionate in that way like we all i think to some degree understand that life goes on and life happens and it's gonna it's gonna be that way so it you're not gonna lose anything by being honest i think people will appreciate it and you're gonna set better expectations and make your intentions clear and then it's just much easier to communicate in general so again still how do i get the courage to do this because it's, it takes a lot, especially if you have a lot of anxiety, to open up your mouth in the first place and say these things and then sit there in nail-biting suspense while you wait for someone's reply. Like, are they totally going to hate me for her now? Like, what's going on? Um, so, again, this comes back down to meditating on these things and thinking about past experiences and internalizing how those made you feel and making decisions based on those things. There isn't an easier way to do it. You have to meditate on your own experiences and form some kind of commentary on them in your own head to, to try and give yourself a little bit of objectivity. Um, so, you know, think, think to every time you did something that you later found to be a waste of time. Like, wouldn't you be happy if you had just not done it? 
And I found that to be the case for, you know, some gatherings or parties or things where I was like, oh, well, people want me to go. I don't really feel like it. You know, I'm not really a big party person, but I'll go anywhere. And then later I'm like, wow, this is a complete waste of time. I don't know anyone here. Um, you know, I would have been better served doing something that I that's more in line with my personality and what I feel like doing. And, you know, I, and I know sometimes I'll still go to those kind of events because I, I don't want to be a total shut-in, but I also want to respect my own feelings and make sure I'm using the vote the best, my time as best as I can. You know, remember that this is your life. It's ticking away and there's, and there's no do-over, do-overs. And in the end, you're the one who has to judge how successful your life was. You know, you have to live with it. So... If you're constantly looking outwards for validation, asking other people what you should do, like you're telling them to live your life for you, but like you you can take charge of it and you, and you need to take charge of it because it's the most precious thing you have. Um, all right, so then also think about times when you were you know purposefully vague about your intentions and expectations. Does that ever really turn out right? Like, is that really, has that worked out well for you? Think back to those times and you were just like, I don't want to be dishonest. I'm just going to be super vague. And has that backfired? And if you had said what you really meant early on, would it have been easier to just forego a much longer conversation? So think about that. Remember when you're talking to yourself through this process to engage yourself with positive reinforcement. Taking all of these things and beating yourself up about it is not going to help. Yes, you need to be objective and firm and clear with yourself about what you've done and what you're going to do. But don't turn it into this like, oh, I'm such a piece of crap because I do X, Y, and Z and ugh, if only I wasn't like this. No, you're 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 not like anything you're like you and your life will go on and it'll be better right we're trying to improve these things so just think of it as a positive way think of it as like a game or a skill you're unlocking you're not a bad person you're just a person who's growing and developing as time goes by and this is just one more little way that maybe this will help you know help you feel a little bit more at home in your own skin and that's really the goal so there's no reason to be negative about it like you're gonna do awesome it's gonna be great as long as you're honest with yourself okay so winding down now into story time I have just a few it's a very actually a very short story time this time around because these are all like long stories in and of themselves right i can't even begin to like combine them but i wanted to i wanted to touch on like some you know some of the major things in my life or maybe less than major things in my life that have you know that i've had to either ask people's permission to do or that i've been able to do myself and uh i gotta say the things that i've kind of relied on getting other people's permission to do were much larger than <laughs> than the ones that I didn't, but I'm getting better. Um, so first and foremost, before I started a business, I was like, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I could do that, but I don't want the responsibility and the stress and having to find clients and not knowing where my next paycheck's going to come from and blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until uh, my mentor was like, dude, just you, you can do it. You absolutely can do it, so do it. And I was like, well, okay, I mean, if you say so, then sure, I'll do it, yeah. Okay, no problem. <laughs> like, I just needed someone else to be like, no, you need to do this. Um, secondly, was when I uh, was when I finally stopped believing in God and religion and everything, and um, you know, and I'd just been going through a lot of those struggles uh, with my beliefs and everything at the time, just trying to understand how the world could fit into this tiny misshapen box I was trying to put it in and just trying to make sense of it was just really not coming together and it wasn't until you know some some people I knew were like hey you know we've also had this struggle and try thinking about things this way like imagine if you took off the god colored lenses and tried to just look at the world as what it is and does that make more sense and that was a huge weight when I when I realized that was a huge weight off my shoulders but again it took someone else being like hey it's okay it's okay to test this hypothesis and try thinking about things this way um, and then last but certainly not least was when I came out as gay um, I had kind of known for a while and my wife at the time had because we were catholic so good catholic boys and girls you know marry each other and stuff and um and we had both kind of known for a long time but because of our beliefs it was like well, what are we going to do about it there's nothing you can do about it i mean we believe this so you know once i was able to shed that those limiting beliefs i was able to then become more open to this idea but it wasn't until she was like, I mean, we were both in therapy and trying to work all this stuff out. And she was like, look, you know, I was talking to my mom. I think you're just straight up like gay. I don't think this is going to work. I think that you need to be gay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I think so. I think you're right. And it wasn't until she like gave me permission to be who I was that I could actually just let go of all the fear and everything inside of me. And it's so stupid because it was just like all this stuff and I was just waiting for someone else to tell me it was okay to do this, right? My entire life had basically been, you know, pen, spent pending, pen, blah, with all these emotions and beliefs pent up and, uh, you know, I just needed someone else to turn on the light. So things I didn't wait for other people's permission to do, um cut ties with relationships that weren't helping me to grow um you know i was never close to a lot of my extended family growing up but there's still like the annual christmas parties and things and i was finally like look i don't have anything against you guys but honestly I, there are other people i'd rather spend my time with and you guys don't know me very well i don't know you very well we just don't get on there's not a point in in this whole relationship so i'm just gonna focus on the people that I want to spend time with, you do likewise, and we'll all be happy. No no love lost, right? Okay. Um, and it felt really good to do that and get that out of the way because I just didn't want, I want, you know, I, and I don't particularly dislike any of my relatives. I just didn't, we don't have anything in common, so there's no point. Um, starting a podcast, which 
like I didn't even know I was originally going to do videos and then I was told hey you should do the podcast and I was like that's awesome I should I will totally do that and I even went out to be like hey you know get some encouragement from my mentor and she was like this is a terrible idea it's not about business it's more about you know your own stuff and it's not you know like a it's not a sales tool so why bother doing it and and I was like you know I totally respect where you're coming from but I'm gonna do it anyway because I think it'll be fun and so I did and it's great uh, traveling is another thing where I feel like we always we spend our whole lives being like and eventually I'm gonna get to travel somewhere um, because you're always waiting for the right vacation or the right amount of money or whatever to come in and you just have to go you just have to say I'm doing this I'm leaving you know maybe I'll pay it off later okay but I have to go and see the world and expand my mind I did, did that um, and then last, which uh, ties into something I was talking about earlier, is just to be honest about my social anxiety and say no to social engagements that I know are really going to drain me and make me depressed for like a couple of days afterwards as I like rebuild my energy. Like I can be really social and talk someone's ear off and everything, but if there's like a larger group of people, then it just it takes, it takes all my energy away. And I just had to start finally being like, look, it's not that I don't want to be around you. I just can't. I seem to do it like a one-on-one -on -one setting because I can't handle all that. So, you know, that was a lot of really personal stuff. But I want you to think about, um, you know, what you might have deep inside of you lurking and lingering that that you're on that's like having a word on the tip of your tongue, but you just can't say it until someone says the right word to make you remember what you were trying to say or that'll finally make you feel like it's going to be okay to follow your own instincts and do what you feel is right. Uh, so I really want everyone to, to just keep thinking about that because, you know, it really it helps to inform your personal philosophy, something that you can believe in firmly and without reservation because you built it from your own experiences but because you built it from your experiences and meditated on it and really thought it through, you also know how malleable it is and that it can change and you're not afraid to change your personal beliefs and philosophies because you built them with your own two hands. You know that some of the structures are not as, as firm as they could be and, and so it's not like it's part of improving yourself. And so if you can change it and make it better, that's a benefit to you and you're not going to be as afraid of new things and new people and experiences you'll be much more open to just accepting and living life because you're doing it with your own two hands and not trying to fold in other people's expectations and approval into that process this is like a super crazy episode but it felt really good to do and i hope that everyone enjoyed listening to it and please keep listening because i got next uh next episode is going to be about uh, sort of my reactions to the movie Whiplash, it, it sort of hit me really hard. Um, or just regarding ambition and reinforcement and greatness and positive versus negative reinforcement and, um, you know, what it takes to be great and sacrifice and just all those things just wrapped up into one really intense movie. And it really just got me thinking, so I have a lot to talk about. So I will catch you next time. And I hope everyone's having a great spring. Stay warm, stay cool, etc. See you later. Mm -hmm.